Hello, amazing parents, and welcome to Parenting with Psychology. I'm Dr. Lindsay Emerson. I'm a clinical psychologist, parenting coach, and mother of four, and I'm here to teach you actionable psychology-based parenting tools from my 5Cs Parenting Framework to help you master any parenting situation. Thanks for joining me today. At Parenting with Psychology, we believe amazing parenting means becoming intentional in your parenting and proactive in learning skills to help you parent more effectively in a way that best fits your unique parent-child dynamic. Before we dive into today's tips, let's take a moment to add a positive spin to our parenting and think about a time when you utilized your parenting toolbox to have a win with your family this week. I'll share one of mine with you. I had an amazing moment the other day when my family was sitting around the dinner table discussing our plans for the upcoming weekend, and we asked one of the kids where they wanted to eat out. Our family uses a system called Family Weekend Picks, where we rotate through the members of the family each weekend, and that person gets to pick what we do for fun, including a meal dining out. I have a free download you can check out at parentingwithpsychology.com slash weekend to learn more about that. Anyway, he said that he wanted to get Indian food, which automatically meant we would be going to Flavor of India, our favorite Indian restaurant in Santa Barbara. And I had an immediate happy response because, well, I too love Indian food, but mainly because I was legitimately looking forward to the dinner out. It took years of effort, many trials of my patients, and some embarrassing moments, but we have successfully trained our four kids to behave well enough at a restaurant that we can truly enjoy eating out as a family. It was amazing. Okay, now let's move on to today's parenting tips. This episode is titled, How to Survive Dining Out at a Restaurant with Your Kids. How would you like a break from prepping dinner tonight? Let somebody else do the cooking for a change, and the dishes too. Take the family out to your favorite local family-friendly restaurant. If you just felt your heart rate increase and your eyes start bulging at the thought of dining out with your family... (laughs) Fear not, you are not alone. Taking the kids out to eat isn't always easy, but it can become much more enjoyable and an eagerly anticipated experience using my psychology-based parenting tips. You should be able to take a break from the kitchen and do that without adding extra stress to your day. Today, I want to do something fun and show you how my 5Cs parenting framework can be directly applied to everyday situations you encounter as a parent. Check out episode one at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash one to learn more about the five C's. Some of you may have learned about my weekly parenting tips through a free download I developed called How to Make Dining Out with Your Children Enjoyable. If that doesn't sound familiar, definitely take a second to download that valuable guide at parentingwithpsychology.com slash dining. Whether it's your first time seeing these tips or you've been implementing them in your parenting practice for months already, today's episode will take your understanding of the five C's to a whole new level. If you haven't had a chance to check out the dining guide yet, this guide is packed with useful tips to help make dining out with your children a more enjoyable experience. It's broken down into steps that you can take before, during, and after the dining out event to help on that day and on future trips. Did you know that we can easily reorganize the steps into the five C's categories? Communication, consistency, choices and checkpoints, consequences, and check yourself. First, communication. Set yourself up for success by clearly communicating expectations for the dining out experience to your children. Say something like, we need to use our soft voices, stay seated in our chairs, and have good manners. Let them know details of what to expect, like, we're just going to order water with our meals, but let's behave really well so we can stay long enough to enjoy a fun dessert. 
If your child ever uses a phone or other electronic devices, be sure it's clear what the rules are for dining out. Our family chooses not to have any electronics at restaurants, so we can focus on it being a social experience together, but some families prefer to allow phones, perhaps for a specific period, like between when you order and when the food arrives. Whatever you decide, make the protocol clear in advance and stick with it. At the restaurant and on the ride home, use positive reinforcement to praise your child's good behavior. You might say, great job ordering your own meal, or I loved hearing you say please when you ordered and thank you when your food arrived, or look how calmly you're sitting in your chair tonight. Second, consistency. Kids thrive on consistency. Consider making dining out a regular part of your weekly schedule, and you'll find that they fall into a rhythm and really step up their behavior for the event. Our family eats out one night every weekend. Keep in mind that these can be budget-friendly restaurant choices. As the kids get older, getting the kids involved in choosing the restaurant gives everyone something to look forward to. Hey, amazing parents, are you overwhelmed by all the information out there about screen time and kids? Confused about how much screen time and what type of screen time is okay for your kids? Do you have trouble setting limits on your child's screen time and enforcing them? I created a masterclass on screen time just for you. In this solution-focused class, you'll get the peace of mind that comes with understanding how screen time affects children and teens and how to get control over your family's screen time schedule to keep screens from dominating your child's life. It's packed with essential psychology-based parenting tools in a very manageable 90-minute class. Make the investment in your family for only $75. Learn more at parentingwithpsychology.com slash screen time. There's even an add-on lesson on managing social media. Let's work together to find the right screen time balance for your family. Third, choices and checkpoints. Keep an eye on your child's behavior, but don't stress too much. A little loud noise or a little whining can be ignored, or you can offer a gentle reminder about appropriate behavior at a restaurant. You want them to behave like little angels, but you have to keep your expectations reasonable for their developmental level. What should you do if your child misbehaves at a restaurant? Communicate choices. If poor behavior escalates, let your child know they need to stop yelling, crying, hitting, etc. Or you'll take them outside until they calm down and behave appropriately. You might say, you need to stop yelling or I'm going to have to take you outside of the restaurant to calm down. If the unwanted behavior continues, begin your countdown. Now, if you aren't already familiar with my 3-2 thank you countdown approach, check out episode 12 titled 3-2 thank you at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 12. Hopefully the countdown will end with thank you. But if you get to one, that brings us to fourth consequences. Follow through with consequences. Calmly escort your child outside until they have regained their composure and agree to return back to the restaurant under the condition that there will be no more of the problem behavior. You can gently pick them up if need be. You do not want the rest of the restaurant to suffer and you want your child to learn what behavior is appropriate at a restaurant and what is not. It was pretty funny recently when I had all four of my kids out at a restaurant for lunch and a young child was being quite loud at a nearby table. My kids have had plenty of difficult dining out experiences over the years, but they're getting older and much more reliably well-behaved now. And it was entertaining hearing them talk about how their dining out experience was negatively impacted by the young child's behavior. (laughs) So if you have a child being quite loud, I would recommend taking the break outside the restaurant with them. 
Now, keep it positive while you're out on the break. Tell them you love them and you know they can behave well enough to return for the fun meal. Ask a silly question to lighten the mood, like, what color do you think my pasta will be? Of note, throughout the meal, you can use the prompt, remember, you need to have good behavior to stay for dessert to encourage that good behavior. But only say, we can't stay for dessert unless you have good behavior if you actually plan to take away dessert in response to bad behavior. The promise of dessert is usually enough to keep kids behaving well. Plus, you want to build the learned association between dining out and fun. The treat of having dessert really adds to the fun. So I'd focus on dessert essentially being guaranteed, with the exception of seriously bad behavior. Fifth, check yourself. Roll with the punches. If your kid falls off their chair or tips the whole chair over, pick it right back up and continue. If a drink tips over, stand it back up and get out a napkin to mop up the mess. Don't freak out. Just offer a gentle reminder of appropriate behavior. If their voices start getting too loud, calmly remind the kids to lower their voices. A hand gesture like a flat palm moving downward can help. Communicate with your child the reasons for your requests, like the guests at the other tables have a hard time focusing on their own conversations when we are so loud. This is a great opportunity to utilize some of the coping skills for adults that I teach in my Check Yourself module of my full course. In the meantime, practice staying calm by taking one slow, deep breath before responding to any disruptions. Remind yourself that the rest of the patrons are less concerned about your child's behavior than you are, except for extreme noise. Most people think little kids are adorable. Rather than judging you for any embarrassing moments, they're likely feeling compassion and joy that they're not in your situation. <laughs> and the server has definitely seen worse behavior before. Just plan to tip well and all will be fine. Now you know how the five C's can be applied to everyday situations you encounter in your parenting practice. Look for more episodes like this one coming regularly as we cycle through specific parenting tools in each of the five C's categories and then circle back to the idea of the five C's as overarching concepts you can apply to your parenting. Remember to download my freebie, How to Make Dining Out with Your Children Enjoyable at parentingwithpsychology.com dining if you haven't already. And this week, give yourself a break from the cooking and the dishes and support your favorite local restaurant. Just be sure to choose one where everybody can feel relaxed. Start small by utilizing a few of the tips in my dining out guide and add more each time you dine out. You'll be amazed how much more enjoyable your family experience becomes. To find more episodes discussing the 5Cs concepts and applying them to everyday parenting situations, go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 24 for the show notes from today's episode and use the category search menu on the right of your screen. Oh, and if you're looking for some inspiration on easy-to-carry toys to keep your young ones entertained while you're waiting for your meal to arrive, check out my Treasures Dining Out page at parentingwithpsychology.com treasures. I have a whole category of products to help make your restaurant experience more enjoyable. Okay, amazing parents, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks for being here, everyone. Join me next week to learn the key to showing your child you love them even when they make mistakes. Until then, keep up the good work on your amazing parenting journey. Be sure to follow Parenting with Psychology and sign up to receive my weekly newsletter at parentingwithpsychology.com tips to be sure you don't miss any of my new tips. My weekly tips are available to read on my website, to listen to on your favorite podcast platform, or to watch on YouTube. 
If you'd like to connect with me more regularly and join the Parenting with Psychology community, follow Parenting with Psychology on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It would mean the world to me if you would take a moment to rate and review this episode to help it become more visible to other parents. Finally, a quick legal disclaimer. Please know that the advice provided in this episode is different than therapy and does not serve as a substitute for professional psychological treatment or other types of professional advice or intervention. If you or your child have concerns or need further parenting or personal support, please contact a physician or other qualified local health professional. See you next week.